Welcome back to another episode of Excuse My Grandma. It's Kim and my co-host. Grandma Gail. So this week we are talking to Allie Jackson. You might know her from TikTok. Her account is Finding Mr. Height. She also is a dating coach and has a podcast called Finding Mr. Height with a co-host. We talk all about dating. So this is really like a dating advice kind of episode, especially like how to respond to text messages when you get them. I'm always asking you, Grandma, like, what should I say back? Like, when should I respond? Should I wait five minutes? Should I like say this or that, right? And I think you're very much like, be honest right yes i am i i I believe the the less amount of texting and the more personal contact Mm -hmm. you have with the person really if you like them is really pays off uh you know what texting is just very impersonal to me i know it's a way of life now uh but i still like to hear a voice and i like to see them in person and and whatever so whatever works for you guys is fine i think um i would like to see things to go back to normal dating so people could stop worrying about the little tiny things that happen in everyday life and really find somebody find Mr. Right or Miss Right Mm -hmm. and I will say like it's I don't love to text when I'm dating someone new because it's like just anxiety inducing to like nitpick every single thing that's what I always say that's what happens and you and you lose the big picture he could be a really or she could be really a nice person and you're gonna look at that text a million times and read a different uh uh interpretation in each one I think that's bad the only time I love texting is like if someone's a really good like flirt banter kind of texter yeah I'm sick of that kind of dating Kimmy think you're getting too old for that yeah it's It's good for college It's possible. I mean, I don't know. I still think it's like nice to have a little bit of that, but it's definitely like better to have more of an in-person relationship than like a virtual. And COVID is over. So we can stop texting a little and get on with our real lives. Yeah. Okay. So enjoy the conversation with Allie. So guys, we are joined by Allie Jackson from the TikTok account, Finding Mr. Height. She's also a dating coach and has her own podcast also called Finding Mr. Height. Allie, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Allie. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Go back a little bit just because we skipped it of like where you live, your age and your current relationship status. Yeah. So I live in New York city in Brooklyn to be specific. Um, I've lived here for 13 years. So, um, I think a New Yorker, I think 10 years make it makes me a New Yorker. Absolutely. Really? Oh, I always fight with people over this. Well, I was born in New York city. So I'm always like, if you were not born here or raised here, like you're not, but I know that's not really true. True. (laughs) I've heard, I've heard that I can, that I can claim 10 years, but I understand. I understand it's not for real. Um, but I'm from California originally. So I've been, I've been out here for a long time now. Um, I'm 34. I'm going to be 35 in a few weeks and I am single. I started finding Mr. Hype because I was single and wanting to talk about it and ended up in a relationship for a little while while I had the account, but, um, have been single for about a year and a half since then. All right, I'm going to ask the first question. What does height mean? Okay. <laughs> what is the height? Well, so, in- so I'm six feet tall. Um, so, oh, now yeah. we get it. I see. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So it's just a pun. So it's like finding Mr. Right, finding right. Mr. Height. Okay. All I'm right. tall. Although it's, I get a lot of comments on it. It's like not the point anymore. It was originally supposed to be a pun, but like, and I'm sure we'll get to this. The account started as just my own dating stories. I did not intend for it to become a business, but it did. And now here we are. And I'm like, well, it's too late to change the name. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm curious, like, would you date only date someone taller than six foot? 
I have tried dating people that are shorter than me and mm-hmm. it just hasn't worked. I think we could get, go down a whole diatribe about like the way society tells women mm-hmm. that we need to be small and dainty um, and like how that makes us feel when we don't feel that way. But I think on the flip side, society tells men that they need to be big and strong. And I have often found that when I'm dating somebody or out with somebody who is shorter than me, whether he's normally shorter than me or whether I'm wearing heels, he it's a bigger issue for him than it is for me. I was going to follow up with that. Like, I think that guys can get quite insecure about that. You see, in yes. our case, we're five, two, so we could date anybody. Yeah. See, that's the advantage of being short. <laughs> I Absolutely. found one advantage. There are very few disadvantages of advantages of being short. This is one of them. Well, and I always say when I see really short women dating really tall men, I'm like, you could date whoever you want. Exactly. Anyone. Yeah. Also, <laughs> Why like, take the tall seems, ones it, for you? <laughs> right. It also just seems inconvenient and awkward. To, like, I wouldn't want to date someone who's a foot taller than me. Right. Yeah. Well, I will say, though, like you were hitting on it a little bit, but like there is a societal thing of like tall, dark and handsome and like every girl, no matter what height usually finds that attractive. You can also find short attractive. I love short. Well, I think it's, we were actually talking about this the other day. It's because you know, short, I know short. And I think my father was short and my brothers were short. So that was what I was used to. I never saw tall. And my husband is like five ten. I mean, I thought he was a giant. I mean, he was too tall. (laughs) I'm surprised I gave him a second date because most of my dates were very small. Well, Ali, do you feel like the pool is smaller, like either whether I don't know if you're on apps, but if you're filtering apps above six foot or at at a bar, let's say nobody there is tall. Like, what do you do? Yeah, I mean, it is definitely smaller. I think statistically right now in the U.S., about 15 percent of men are over six feet. Oh, that's so So it's it's not a lot. Yeah, that's not a lot at all. You got to hang around in the basketball courts. (laughs) I mean, I I play volleyball, so I hang around a a lot of tall people, but somehow I've never met anybody playing. Um, But then I say like, okay, well, I am in the top 1% as a six foot tall female. I am in the top 1%. So I don't think the top 15%, I don't think that's too much to ask personally. Um, But I do find that Kim, like when I'm out and I'll, I was out the other day with friends and I thought to myself, I can see over every single person in this room. It's a great advantage. So I always wonder, <laughs> you I'm like, never I, know. I'll never lose my friends. Like you always know where everyone is. I remember I was at a volleyball tournament once and we were packed into a bar years ago and I was like the shortest person and I felt so claustrophobic. Like I couldn't mm-hmm. breathe. And I thought, wow, this is what short women must feel all the time. This is terrifying. Yes. <laughs> so what came first, the TikTok or the podcast? Oh, the TikTok. So I, I actually had Instagram first and I was posting on my own personal account about going on dates and just kind of holding myself accountable, honestly. Like I want to meet somebody and I'm not going to meet him in my living room. So I got to go out and I'm going to post about it so that people will ask me what's going on and I will have to continue to go on dates. So I started doing that and people started following me like friends of friends. And all of a sudden I had all these strangers following my personal Instagram account. And so I made finding Mr. Height and then I transitioned it to TikTok and started giving advice. People started asking, I started giving advice and it just kind of, it snowballed. And then I thought, I think this could be a business. And Mm so I founded the business and the podcast. So when you say business, is that like coaching or talk to us? Yeah. 
Yeah. So I offer a range of services in dating and relationship coaching, um, mostly focused on dating apps. Um, my most popular services are regarding dating app profiles and helping people with their swiping strategies and how to send better messages and how to get on more dates. Mm -hmm. But I also talk a lot about direct communication. I help people talk about things that are bothering them. Um, I help people deal with their anxious thoughts that they're having and how to communicate that to their partners or to the people that they're dating. You became a shrink. I, I'm very careful to say that you I am literally not. became a shrink. <laughs> I'm very careful to say that I am not. I, I will say though, that I do have several, there are several therapists that now refer their clients to me, oh. which well, is because like, dating information is not most people's specialty and no. you you're one and we're one. We do it as well. So we get questions all the yeah, time. Actually, and not only questions, I forgot to tell you, like people on TikTok have been commenting saying like, this is the, I'm a licensed therapist and I would have given the same advice. So sometimes like yes. wisdom yeah. or just experience. experience, like if you're very intrigued by dating or if you've done a lot of it, like it gives you a little bit of insight to give people, I think. Absolutely. I also have a, a consumer psychology background. I'm in retail mm -hmm. as my full-time job. Mm -hmm. And I often equate dating and dating apps to e-commerce and like the way that consumers visit and view an e-com website is very similar to the way that I think people peruse dating apps and, you know, convert or not. Right. So that's so interesting. So you mean like if you're shopping on Revolve or something and like you're going through, oh, this would look good. This wouldn't. It's like the same psychology as when you're swiping through people's profiles. Yeah. So I think about it, we call it the funnel in e-commerce. It's called the marketing funnel. So like when you're looking at a site, you're at the very top of the funnel. Well, really before you even go to the site, but then as you're browsing through, like say revolve, right, you're looking at the homepage and it has tons and tons of different items. Something catches your eye. You click on it. Now you're further down in the funnel. You click on something. Let's say you like a dress. You click on that dress. You're going to read more in the description. You're going to click through additional pictures of that dress. You're maybe going to read reviews, which is something that dating apps maybe could use. Uh, yeah, but you're going to do more research before ultimately deciding, hey, I'm going to put this dress into my cart. Mm -hmm. And then you might add the dress to your cart. And then you're like, okay, now I'm seeing this price in front of me. Is that a price I really want to pay? And you're making more decisions before ultimately purchasing it. And it sounds a little like dehumanizing, but I don't mean it to sound that way. It's more just like the mechanics of it are very similar to when you're scrolling through an app mm -hmm. and you're seeing all these pictures and then you say, Hey, she looks interesting. Let me look at the rest of her pictures. Let me read her bio. Mm -hmm. Let me talk to her. Let's go on a date. Yeah. I mean, and in that way you would hope that like the extra research that you're doing will come in handy for you. And like, hopefully the outcome would be better. Like versus, I mean, you're going to disagree with this, but she's, for example, grandma's like very big on fix ups and meeting someone that way. But like, I'm not going to have the reviews and like the billion pictures or whatever. If I do a fix up, like the outcome might not be as rewarding. No, it might not. But on the other hand, it might be more trustworthy. That's my, that's my, always my fear with the apps. Mm -hmm. Do you have an average uh, age of your client that you would tend to, to have? I mean, are they usually in their twenties? Are they in their thirties and not been dating a lot, you know, not been dating that much? I mean, where do you see your, your, uh, most of your clients come in In what my category? generally around my age, which I'm, like I said, I'm almost 35. Right. I would say most of my clients are in their late twenties to late thirties, which is interesting I, I, because they haven't been dating, I guess. 
or they have a new type of dating. They're not sure how to date in this world. It's not that we're not sure. Like, I mean, you, you see, you see this with me every day. It's like, I know how to date. It's not like I haven't been dating, but I still have questions that I come to you with. Like, I still don't like if a guy texts me, I still, I'm like, I don't know what to respond. Like, do you understand that? Yeah, I understand. I understand, but it's, it fascinates me to see that an older woman or man needs that kind of advice. If they've been dating, you know, throughout their twenties, you know, by the time you're in your thirties, you should be pretty well set on, on how to date or what these catchphrases are. I don't know. I I guess I'm completely wrong because I I really don't. um, I guess they are needy still. They, They still need advice. I think the problem is nobody ever tells you how to date. Nobody ever tells you how to do this stuff. And if you are single, then you, and if you want a long-term partner, if that's your goal, not that's not everybody's goal. And right. But for the people, for my clients, it is right. If you want a long-term partner and you don't have one, then your approach has not gotten you what you've wanted. Okay. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think that that's where people are saying like, Hey, we hire coaches in so many other parts of our life. You know, like if we're trying to change careers, Mm -hmm. We, we look at a career coach. We're on LinkedIn. We're fixing up our resume. We're asking people's opinions on our resume. We're sending it around. Right. Why shouldn't dating be the same way? Right. You're absolutely right. I want to go through, Ali, your text scripts that you have to explain to our listeners. Whenever you're like saying to your friends like, oh, I've been ghosted. Like, what should I text him? Ali has things on her website, kind of like a template, right? That you can just mm-hmm. respond um, for that situation in a way that I guess has been vetted by you. Is that correct? Yeah. So the reason I started doing these text mm-hmm. trips is because people were asking me exactly that question. Hey, I got ghosted or, Hey, I got stood up or I really, I went on a great first date, but I haven't heard from him. You know, what the heck, all sorts of things. And I find that something that really helps people is having a template to start with, to take some of the anxiety out of it. So there's anxiety around sending a text like that, right? Especially if it's calling somebody out for doing something shitty. Can I curse? No, yeah, you can. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> um, we do it all great. the time. Fantastic. Um, so there's the anxiety behind sending it, but there's also the anxiety behind what do I say? And so my text scripts try to help with that piece. They try to give you at least a jumping off point, you know, edit it for your situation, edit it for your voice. Obviously these are my voice, but you know, right. people have their own words that they would use, but at least you have a framework and you can take some of that scariness out of it. I was hoping to go through like two or three and scenarios and see what you would say in your text script. And then maybe we can compare it to what grandma would say in that situation. Love grandma. Grandma's a mess. <laughs> you help me write text messages all I the time. Know, but but I... they're so off. But like, the, I'll be like, he texted me that like, um, you know, he's been so busy or whatever. And you'd be like, listen, give me a call. It's like, so not how people speak. I understand <laughs> that. I'm an, I'm going to, I'm a throwback to the fifties. Yeah. Don't remind me. Okay. okay. So the first one, um, why don't we do when they cancel a date? How would you respond to that? So I think context matters. Mm-hmm. So, you know, hopefully when they cancel a date, they give you a reason. And depending on what that reason is, I think really impacts what you're going to say, because Mm -hmm. let's say they cancel a date and they tell you a a really serious situation that's going on. The way that you're going to respond to that is going to be very different from if they just say like, Hey, I can't make it tonight. Mm -hmm. So like, just to caveat it with that, 
But I feel very strongly that the person who cancels the date is responsible for rescheduling it. Mm -hmm. I think like if you cancel a date, the ball is in your court. And so typically what I will say, unless there's something like, oh my God, are are you okay? That I need to say, I'll say something like, that's too bad. I was excited to see you or excited to meet you. If it's a first date, I hope everything's okay. And I'm looking forward to what you plan for our rain check. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Very good. I Thank agree you. too. I think I wonder though, from the other person, like when they cancel, should they say like, should they give an option for another date right away or no? Like, do they have to say like, Hey, I can't make it tonight. How's next Thursday instead? I think it depends, right? I mean, it depends on the circumstance. If somebody's, if a parent or, a, or is ill or if they have to attend to something really serious, if they say, I'll get back to you next week, hopefully as soon as this gets corrected, then I, then I would be all right. Yeah. If they don't give yeah. you any finite time, I wouldn't wait for the call too much. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that that's my, that text trip kind of assumes that they have said something about a rain check or right. a reschedule right. because like, if they didn't, that's just, they're trying yeah. to cancel on you forever, which I also right. have a text script for. If you mm-hmm. want to cancel on someone forever, just fucking tell them that. Right. Yeah. See, I agree with that. Just say like, hey, I actually, but why would you make the date at all? Just say, hey, I actually changed my mind about tonight. <laughs> well, sometimes people it's, get carried away. <laughs> it's happened to me before that I have scheduled a date with somebody and then he has done something or said some things or somehow indicated that. I I no longer want to go out with him, that he's made me uncomfortable or something makes me think that I just don't want to go on this date. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that happens. But then I think if that happens, then you should say like, hey, you know, I've been thinking about it some more. I know I agreed to go out, but I'm actually thinking that I don't think we're very compatible or whatever you want to say. I wish you the best of luck. I don't want to waste your time by going out. Yeah, I guess that's the right thing to do. Um, It is. I mean, it, it, it is objectively. Yeah, because otherwise, otherwise the other person is like thinking that there's going to be a reschedule coming. Also, it's in your best interest to do it because otherwise they're going to follow up with you. You don't want to talk to this person anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Okay, next one. Um, Why don't we do? I thought this was funny when they use pet names too early. Mm. I I really don't like pet names. I don't even like them from somebody that I'm dating, and so I absolutely hate it when somebody that I've just matched with or somebody that I don't know that well is like, Hey, gorgeous. Or, you know, yeah. Just well, we had one good one, Harry. Um, it was, Oh, uh, yeah. do you know, Harry Jousey from, um, too hot to handle. Yes. He's an adorable young guy. Yeah. Yes. On our podcast, he calls like, everybody a hummingbird. It's like my little hummingbird. <laughs> or like, but it comes with an Australian accent. Yeah. So then if, if so somebody funny. comes from New York and calls you a hummingbird, I would hang up the phone. Yeah. But if he yeah. calls you. I know. I know. It's a different situation. <laughs> right. But that but sounds adorable. Like, hey, babe. And we've gone on one date. I would be a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. That would that would not be something I'm cool with. Um, and so usually what I will say to them in that situation is. I have to be honest with you, pet names like that, when we don't really know each other that well, make me a little bit uncomfortable. Right. You don't think someone would take that the wrong way and, and be like, well, why, if they why take are you being so serious? Like, yeah, I just- but I think it's almost disrespectful if yeah. they don't know you. I mean, it's one thing if you've gone out several times and they're just being, you know, they say, oh, gorgeous, whatever. But if you've gone out uh, with a, a gentleman one time, uh, I, I don't think it's appropriate. Uh, it's just it, it's actually being rude. I feel like I would just be like, oh, well, like I'm not your babe. But yeah, nice exactly. Guy. 
or something. I mean, that, I that works too. That I, works. I, I think that if somebody is offended by my boundary setting, mm-hmm. then they're not the person for me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I like that rule. Yeah. And I think like, boundaries they, are important. Yeah. And like, I do think you can set them kindly. Like you don't right. have to be like, you don't have to blow up on them and be right, like, right. why would you call me that? Like, right. you know, but I think that how somebody reacts to boundary setting tells me a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it's a good point. Okay. How about when you're being breadcrumbed? Do you remember what breadcrumbing is? No. Um, Allie, we can, can start you, there. Can you explain it to her? Yeah. So breadcrumbing, it stems from like, you know, when you're like in the park, if people are like feeding ducks or pigeons or whatever, and they kind of, of throw out bread and the pigeons like hop after them, they're like right. following you. That's where it comes from. So breadcrumbing is when somebody's giving you just enough to keep you on the hook. Teasing. So like a text. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they're sending you a text every now and again. Hey, how are you? But they're not actually doing anything to right. move the relationship forward. They're right. like keeping you warm. So I would get rid of them immediately. That would be the end of the breadcrumbs. But they could be interested in you. Like you're just not sure. Like, why are they breadcrumbing you? It's worth asking in some way. No, I think it's a waste of time. It's a waste of time, a waste of your time. And you know what? If they really wanted to see you, I'm still a firm believer. After you've texted once or twice, if somebody isn't saying, let's go have a drink, let's go have dinner. I mean, you know, cut it off. I mean, it's a, it's you're all too old. You're not in high school. So you, know, you just have to move on. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you, but I like to directly communicate that. Right. So the way that I'll, the, the, what I've said to people before is this one, I'll usually like say something funny about like whatever they said, like they'll pop up out of nowhere, they'll say something. And then I'll say something like real talk though, popping up every now and then really isn't my jam. If that's you, no hard feelings, but it's not what I'm looking for. Very good. That's a great, that's a good one. I like that. I'm writing that one down. Kimberly, <laughs> Kimberly you need that. that. You need that one. Then that gives them the opportunity. And I've all my text scripts. I will not publish a text script on my website if I've never sent it myself. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the very first ones that I did. And I've gotten two different reactions to it. I've gotten, no, that's not who I am. You're totally right. Like, let's, let's do this mm-hmm. or silence. Right. And then I'm like, okay, cool. That's, that's who you are. You have an answer. Fine. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, fine. Bye. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have one for like, when you want to stop seeing somebody after like two or three dates? Yes. So I call that my no ghosting script. I would mm-hmm. say it's like probably the one that people use the most. Right. Um, and it basically just says like, so usually you'll use this after you've been out with them. Right. So like you went out with them last night, maybe they texted you and they said like, Hey, I had a great time or they followed up about something. And I keep it super simple and pretty vague. I say something like, you know, I had a great time too, or whatever they said, but as I've been thinking about it, I just don't feel the romantic connection that I'm looking for. I wish you the best of luck. Yeah. I've definitely sent that one before. I know, but I think you girls are too quick to do that. I I just from the older generation, you got to give people a chance. I mean, nobody, everybody is very nervous. Everybody is all uh, nobody is that sure of themselves anymore in dating unless you're got, got together in high school or in college. So once you're you're out there in the real world, give somebody a, a, a couple of chances, unless somebody is repugnant to you, or that you really, you know, have nothing in common with you gotta, you gotta sort of Play along with it for a while. Well, sometimes the connection could be down the road. 
It could I be agree in a with month. you that I am a big proponent of just go on the second date. Like I think if I have a decent time with someone on a first mm-hmm. date where I enjoy our conversation and I, you know, maybe I'm right. not super attracted to them, but like I enjoyed the conversation, I'll go out with them again. Mm-hmm. Not saying to send that text after a first date yeah. every right. time, no. but that's the framework that I would right. use when you do decide to break it off. Right. I recently gave somebody five dates before sending yeah. that and then was like, All right. yeah, I but I think I- your grandma, you're saying give someone like 10. Well, I'll tell you the truth. When we were dating, in the olden days, we dated and we dated a long time. And then all of a sudden, if that was the guy for you, then we made it. We we said, all right, that's you're my guy. Yeah, then people after a few dates will be like, are we exclusive? And you're like, well, well, I, I don't think anybody after three or four dates yeah. today becomes exclusive. Do oh they? My God, you would you would be surprised at the people really? who are so mad at me in my comments because I'm oh. not exclusive with people. after oh, three days. OK. Oh, well, that's different. Uh, exclusive means you're only dating that, that one yeah. person. And after is three dates is rid- right is ridiculous. You can't know if somebody is going to be a- kind of the assumption. Oh, well, I, then I'm glad I'm not dating now. Good luck to I, you, too. <laughs> I don't I don't subscribe to that. But yeah, like yeah, when I, I don't see how you could do that. No. And when you I'll really don't know somebody I, after two or three dates. I mean, come on exactly. over a cup of coffee and a pizza. It just or, gets confusing because one person might be like, yeah, I barely know you. Let's give it like, you know, six dates. So I yeah. get to know. And then but then the other person in that situation could be like, I'm really into this person. I want to be exclusive after like three dates. And then you're at a different point. Like, well, yeah. I think that, that I think three dates recently. of being exclusive is very difficult. I, I, it happens a lot. OK. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe no, if you does. have a mad, passionate third date. But it would have to be something that would become extremely passionate to say after three dates, we want to be exclusive. That's that's ridiculous. Then get engaged. I I mean, this is crazy. I mean, you can't you don't know somebody after three dates. You really don't. I've done it before, but I I regret it, honestly. Um, And I don't really anymore. But you would be shocked to look in my comments when I say that I'm going on a fourth or a fifth or a sixth date with somebody. And so many people in the comments are like, drop him if you're not exclusive yet. You're not going to get that comment from me. I think you're right. I don't think anybody knows each other. It's also crazy because like there's that assumption too of like, I did this panel recently and I was talking about somebody that I went like with no names, obviously like, I was like, yeah, I went on 10 dates with this person and X, Y, Z. I forgot even what it was. And they were like, well, you were sleeping together. And I was like, no, I wasn't. And they were so shocked. Well, that's too bad about 10 dates. It was like literally the room was an uproar. Well, like it's crazy. Well, I don't agree with that. I don't. It's funny that people make those assumptions, too, Mm -hmm. because I don't talk about my sex life on my TikTok like at all. Mm -hmm. A little bit on the podcast, but not on my TikTok. Mm -hmm. And people will just make assumptions and they'll be like, well, if you gave up the goods, then no wonder he never wanted to be exclusive. I'm like, Mm -hmm. excuse me, sir, because it's always a dude. Right. Like (laughs) when when did I say that? Like Mm -hmm. I never commented on that. Right. Yeah. It also even if you were sleeping together, like that's not a reason for someone to be like, I got what's that if you get the milk for free? Like, yeah, buy the cow. Yeah, Yeah, whatever it is. Like, (laughs) well, that was an old way of thinking. If you want, if you've got the cat sleeping with somebody when you need to go any further for you already yes. got it for right. free. Meanwhile, like in my mind, I'm like, why would I buy the cow if I haven't tried the milk? 
Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it goes both ways. You're absolutely yeah. right. Sometimes when you got the milk and you don't like the milk, you want to give it all back. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, shit, I already bought this cow. And exactly. Like, you got the cow. Do? Trust me. Tolerant. That was my story. Not your, you girls. So you have to be, it's a whole different world out there. And I think it shouldn't matter if somebody wants to date a long time or a short time. You know, after a while, if you have something in common with somebody and it develops over time and, and you could all of a sudden say, you know, after six dates, you know, I can see this going somewhere or after six dates, say, you know what, it's, it's not happening. And, and you, well, I actually but you know, yourself for Ali about that. Like, so these texts, let's say it's like, um, after three dates, it seems like easier to send a text, like what you're saying, but let's mm. say it was like six plus, do you have to do a phone call? And do you have phone call scripts? Oh, that's, I, nice. I think it depends on your relationship with that person and how you normally communicate with them. Mm-hmm. Like I have been on more than six dates with somebody where we don't talk on the phone. Mm-hmm. So it would be weird to call him. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think you owe somebody a, a personal phone call after uh, when, when does it, when do you think somebody owes a call to somebody well, to break up and, you know, over the phone or in person? I think the idea is that like, it depends on your communication with that person. Like if it's you've not, done if it. you've never spoken on the phone oh. before, it's okay. like, I think a little bit weird to call them. I will say the guy that I broke up with most recently, we were dating for like three months, but we okay. weren't exclusive. It was a whole right. okay. nightmare. Okay. Um, so I sent him a text that I wanted to talk on the phone. Yeah. Right. And that's that, what, been what I would do. Because yeah. a cold call out of nowhere would be like, in my opinion, wild. True. No, I would definitely say like, do you have time to chat later on the phone? Right. Yeah, and he knew what it was months. about. I, like, and that's three months. And believe me, yeah. he knew also. By three months, he probably was reading the same script. He understood. Yeah, well, I told him. I said, I'm not feeling great about where we're right. at recently. Right. Yeah. You know, do you have, okay. can we talk later? Um, I personally don't think a in-person breakup is ever necessary unless you live really? together. Oh, that's interesting. Wow. I don't know how I feel about that. Like, well, I feel like I would get a lot of, shit from people if I was like yeah I broke up with them on the phone I mean that's an old thing like you're always like he broke up with you on the phone that's hard you know and they like friends freak out I think the reason is because so if the person wanted to meet me in person I absolutely would uh, barring any sort of like toxic situation and my own safety or whatever Mm -hmm. assuming it was like a good amicable split but for me I didn't want to break up with this guy in person, nor do I really ever want to, because I I know I'm going to cry, even if I'm the one doing it. I know I'm going to be upset, even if I'm the one doing it. I want to be by myself in my own space, not in public, not in his apartment, and not with him in my apartment having to ask him to leave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's always better to go somewhere else, though, I think. Like, I, because then you can leave whenever you want. Right. Yeah. But then I have to leave. Like, then I have to, like, travel home. Like, yeah. it, it's just so much better to be, like, to cry in my own space. Okay. I understand that. I mean, it's easier. I just always thought it was like you had to. Well, no, but there are no rules set in blood. It's just what you feel comfortable with and how, how long the relationship really was. I mean, if it's, if it's it's a six months or a year, I think you owe somebody a face-to-face conversation. Both Mm -hmm. parties want to have an ending that, you know, you talk it through, Yeah. but a couple of months, I think you can you can the other it. thing <laughs> I do think is really important if you're going to break up with somebody in person is they need to know, not necessarily that it's Before. a breakup conversation, but they, they need to know that this is not just a yeah. date. Yeah. 
Like, yeah. I don't want to get all dolled up thinking I'm going on a date with you and then you oh, break up yeah. with me. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like I think saying, oh, do you have time to take a walk or do you have time to get a coffee to talk about things and not being like that? I'm not happy at your favorite restaurant at eight o'clock on Saturday. Right. Or like my ex-boyfriend did. We planned a picnic in Prospect Park. I brought picnic items and he broke up with me. Right. Right. Now, I think you need to give a heads up somewhere. Something's wrong in the relationship. Romantic setting. Right. Yeah. Although I think like. like many boyfriends ago I broke up with him in a restaurant because I thought like it was good to do a public place and that was not good because it was like a sit-down restaurant like I was crying and people were looking at me well that's oh, what oh yeah yeah, yeah that, that's, that's that's no good that's yeah. tough that's yeah. I do I do think like if anybody's concerned for like the other person's reaction and your like safety then phone call or public place but other than that i yeah i think yeah, public is, right. is yeah. rough yeah i was i was like crumpled on the grass of prospect park crying <laughs> with, your like, picnic, with your with your picnic, picnic. <laughs> and then this is when i like new yorkers are so amazing and they get such a bad rap because this girl i was eating like the chips that i had in my picnic basket like crying on my side <laughs> on the grass of prospect oh. park and this girl came up to me and offered me her dip Oh, oh, that's so nice. We like that girl. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, you could use this more than me. Would you right. like to dip? It's <laughs> like, yes. Sure, you like never had dip again after that. Yeah, it's ruined, ruined forever. I was just like shoveling it into my yeah. mouth in Prospect Park. So you're pretty open about your dating life, both on TikTok and on your podcast. Like, has a guy ever listened and like said something to you, or have you ever felt like nervous to share something? Nobody has ever said something to me about it. Mm-hmm. I assume that people have listened. I tell everyone about it. I'm on, a, on first dates. I don't give them the mm-hmm. handle. Um, okay. Most people don't even ask. Hmm. Okay. Like only like one or two people have. And I've been on dozens of first dates since having this account. Only one or two people have ever even asked. Um, but I have such a different experience. Like people, like when I tell them what I do, they like look at it in front of me and and I'm like, can we not watch a video right now about my grandma like on our date? <laughs> well, it's oh, a little wow. different. <laughs> yeah, ours is like a little bit more like playing with each other. Exactly. Like, yeah. Still. Do you tell them the handle like up front? Well, it's the name. Yeah, because I'm like, yeah. oh, I have I do so they no, I think they say what's it called? Like, I don't think I'm ever ah. like my podcast, excuse my grandma, is I'll usually be like, <laughs> I have a podcast with my grandma and a TikTok, and they'll be like, What's it called? Right. So let's finish the episode with a game that we play with all of our guests, Grandma Gail's okay. old fashioned dating quiz. So basically we go through a few scenarios and decide whether based off your answers, whether you're more of a modern dater or more of a traditional old fashioned dater. Love it. Okay. First one is, would you rather receive a call or a text from the person you're with? Oh, I think it depends. I mean, I, I like phone calls, mm-hmm. but, but you do. Te- That's oh, interesting. I yeah, oh, no, okay. I definitely do. Okay. But I think text messages, they each have their place. Yeah. Like I think I don't want a phone call in the middle of the workday to say hi. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I appreciate chatting on the phone before we go to bed. Would you sleep with someone on the first date? Yes, but I don't want to. In the future. <laughs> okay. So you well, have, then don't, but you then don't. don't. <laughs> oh, that's easier said than don't. done. Yeah. It's, that's yeah. easier said than done. No, I think for me, I, I think if you, if you are feeling it, go for it. I don't think, I truly don't think it has any bearing on like the relationship's viability. Mm. For me, I, I know that it has a lot of impact on my own emotional attachment to somebody. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think it affects how people view you. Like, I don't think it's one. Yeah. Of, I'm not somebody who thinks like, oh, if you sleep with them, they won't respect you. 
Mm-hmm. No. But I do know that I will get emotionally attached to somebody attached. when I sleep with them. And then if mm-hmm. it doesn't work out, whether that's the reason or not, I will be more upset. Yes. Right. I think that's a female perspective. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. very common. Mm-hmm. Um, dating apps or setups? Oh, dating apps. A move in together before getting engaged or after? Oh, before. <laughs> uh, that actually is a major piece of dating advice my mom gave me mm-hmm. because she and my dad lived together before they got engaged, before they got married. And she was like, thank God I found out the things I found out when I still had time to decide that I was choosing those things yeah. and not stuck with those yeah. things. Yeah, that's true. Who should pay for the date or should you split it? The person who asks for the date mm-hmm. should pay for the date. But I always offer to split, even if the guy has asked me. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I ask someone on a date, I will offer to pay for the whole thing. Usually they don't say yes, but yeah. I'm ready and willing to. And I, I think that if you ask somebody out, you should be ready to pay. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, pretty much all modern. She's all modern. Yeah. <laughs> She's a modern <laughs> dater. <laughs> Which was, I mean, I'm not surprised. Finally. It's finally someone who Kimmy can relate to. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone always is on your team. Most people are on the traditional side. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. even if it's like three out of five, like most people. For yeah. some reason. I don't know. I think they're probably fibbing because they're yeah, trying to yeah. make me feel good. Yeah, maybe. Oh, it's too funny. Yeah, um, I had a feeling when you said modern versus traditional. I was like, I'm probably going to be modern. Yeah. You were. You were. That's all right. That's good. Thank you so much for joining us on Excuse My Grandma. Will you tell people how they can find your TikTok and podcast? Yes, this was so fun. Thank you for having me. You can find me at Finding Mr. Height. It's Finding Mr. Height um, on TikTok, Instagram. FindingMrHeight.com is where you can see all my coaching. Um, and my podcast is called Finding Mr. Height, the podcast. Very, very consistent branding. Yeah. <laughs> I love the name. It's great. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you so, so much. Hope you guys liked the episode with Ali. For our 50s movie of the week, we are doing Giant. Which was a classic. It's uh, James Dean, Elizabeth Taylor. Rock Hudson. Rock Hudson. 1956. 50, it, but it was, it's a classic. Should be seen by everybody. It's not light, but it's wonderful. And the acting is beyond fabulous. Everybody enjoy it. Hope you guys liked the episode this week. Follow us on TikTok at Excuse My Grandma and on Instagram at Excuse My Grandma. And we will see you next week. <laughs>